Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Moving Into Light and welcome to December. I'm Lisa Renee, the podcast host, and I am so grateful, as I always am, to have you here joining me as I'm doing this recording process. And it's also my processing process, and it's my time to think about what I do and what I can share that keeps me moving into light and out of the darkness, out of fear and into a space that feels amazing. So welcome to December and welcome to Moving Into Light. If you are new here, thanks for hopping on and giving this podcast a listen. If you are a returning listener, please like or subscribe or comment or rate any of those things. This podcast definitely helps. And for those of you who have been so, so kind to reach out in the past week or so, and just say you appreciate the work I do and that my work has impacted you. I cannot tell you how much those words mean to me right now. I have been in a kind of a struggle, a mental place of struggle. And I know my purpose. I know what I'm here on the planet to do. But sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm just walking through molasses. And it's hard. And I know that some of you out there get it. And some of the kindest words have been sent my way in the past couple of weeks. And so if that was you, just know that it is so meaningful to me. And my thank you is so heartfelt. So thank you for those encouraging words. So welcome to December. I feel like this year has been kind of on warp speed. Maybe you feel it too. I feel like time has really just been speeding up. If we look at the idea of, you know, no time or time is not really real. I believe that. It seems like it was just yesterday that we were sitting down on New Year's Eve to make vision boards and to get ready for 2022. And there are literally 30 days left. I'm recording this on Thursday, December 1st. Um, This year has just flown by. One of my biggest goals was to have an actual retreat here at the Sylvan Well. And in mid-September, we had our first retreat, which was a really unique experience. And I'm so grateful for all of the things this year has brought. We've done a lot of work on our property. We've got a lot of things to a point of completion. We still have a lot of projects to go. I think when you own eight acres and you have a project and a vision and a goal, things are never complete. They're always a work in progress. I can't, I can't imagine the time when, when all the things I want to accomplish will be complete because every time I feel like I'm checking something off the list, I've added three or four more things. And maybe you feel like that with your life too. But this has just been a really fast year. A lot has happened. A lot has shifted. A lot has changed. Um, there's been a lot of growth and expansion for me personally, for my family, for the planet. I just feel like we are shifting into this new place, this new phase, this new time. And it feels really good and it feels really exciting. It's also really tiring. You may find yourself being that really run down, exhausted kind of feeling. And if you are feeling that, I'm right there with you. But I also feel a little bit of sen- a little bit of a sense of relief right now because I feel like we are really progressing. We're really moving forward and 
that feels really, really good. So I hope you are healthy and happy and well. I hope everything that you have dreamed and desired and wanted for 2022 has come true and then some. You know, we are all grand manifestors when we really put our minds to manifesting and to creation. I believe that with like my entire being. We have so much more power within our soul than we give ourselves credit for. Then we really comprehend or understand. So my advice to you for 2023 is to dream big is to believe that abundance is waiting for you right around the corner, to believe that it is here right now in this time-space reality. It's already arrived. All you have to do is open your eyes to witness it. And I'm going into 2023 with that mindset that everything I want is really already in existence. And it's bigger and it's better than I could imagine. That's kind of where I'm coming from right now. I just am, I'm going to do my best to stay in that vibrational frequency because that's the frequency I want to be in. I want to be in the, the frequency that vibrates so high and so energetically and is filled with so much light that nothing less than that matters or can even be witnessed or seen. It's a lot, right? <laughs> it is a lot. If you have never created a vision board, I would highly, highly recommend sometime between now and January 1st, creating a vision board for 2023. One thing I learned about vision boards recently is that if you have accomplished a lot on that vision board, take it down. Make a new one. You have to have a lot of goals sitting right in front of you. And if you have an old vision board, things that don't really resonate, but it's still something that you see every day, get rid of it. Tuck it away or offer it, you know, into like a fire as an offering and give gratitude for it. But don't keep looking at things that you've already done. That keeps you in the past, right? It keeps you in gratitude maybe, but it doesn't keep you moving forward. And so I love creating vision boards. I take a stack of magazines and there are two different schools of thought with vision boards. One is you really have a picture of what you want. You have definite goals, very definitive ideas of what you're going to going to accomplish. Those are the pictures you're going to cut out and put on your vision board. I tend to do it a little bit differently. I will flip through a magazine and if something jumps out at me, That's what I'm going to put on my vision board. And it has happened again and again. I will randomly cut out pictures, things that feel good or that have a a really um, like a high vibrational picture, something that feels good, something that really calls to me. And I don't always understand why. And I put it on my vision board and before the year is out, it will make sense. And I love doing my vision boards a little more intuitively I just pick out what resonates. There were years where I put um, a country, um, someplace I had no desire to go, but it called to me. There was a picture of a river. Um, And that year, I ended up on a riverboat cruise in the middle of Germany. And at the time, I had no idea I was going to Germany. I had no idea I was going to be on a riverboat cruise. But there you have it. My soul knew where I was headed. 
And so when I cut that picture out, my soul knew. And it became part of my reality. And so I love doing a vision board intuitively. Maybe that's something you can think about. Instead of really putting your concrete goals on that vision board, and maybe you do a little bit of both, but I would encourage you to start thinking about 2023. Not so much in the realm of what are your goals, but what do you want to create? What do you want your life to feel like? Do you want vast open expanses of time? Do you want lots of free time to to read or to lay in the grass and stare up at the sky? Do you want to travel more? Do you want to start a family? Whatever it is that's calling to you that makes you feel joy, that's what I would put on my vision board. Because I want to look at my vision board for 2023 and just feel full of joy, full of happiness, full of excitement. I don't want to think about my goals. I don't want to think about um, what, how am I going to accomplish that? How am I going to get there? I don't, I don't want to operate that way. I just want to look at something that brings me joy and then watch those things kind of manifest in my life. So I didn't even plan on talking about vision boards today, but obviously I needed to have that little conversation with you. So there you have it about vision boards. Take what you need, leave the rest. If it resonates, great. If it doesn't resonate, maybe it's something you think about and you ponder for some future point in your life. What I really wanted to talk to you today a little bit about is expectations. And I have been in my life the past six weeks or so really struggling with one part of my life. And I'm not going to go into detail because it involves someone else. And, um, but I, but I want to share it on the level of kind of being vague because it has made so much sense to me. So there's a Buddhist line of thinking that says suffering is basically expecting things to be one way when they are actually another way. So when our reality does not meet our expectations, we suffer. And therefore, the Buddhist philosophy of life is to accept where you are, to be accepting of what your life looks like, and to be in the now, to be very present, to be very mindful. I've mentioned the Vietnamese monk Thich Nhat Hanh numerous times on this podcast, and I will probably continue to mention him because he has impacted so much of my journey. But being mindful and being present and being accepting of where we are in the moment is such a valuable skill. I wish I could look out at all of you as you listen to this, and I could ask you to raise your hand if you have an expectation that isn't being met. I guarantee most of you would raise your hand. And then I would ask, are you suffering because that expectation is not being met? Are you experiencing discomfort? Are you upset? Are you disappointed because of that expectation not being met? And most likely, you would all be shaking your head yes. And I am in the middle of something in my life right now where I truly expected this one part of my life to look a certain way. And it is looking absolutely nothing like I had planned. I had an expectation. I had this idea in my head of 
what this one part of my life would look like. And it looks absolutely nothing like that. It's a struggle. It's hard. It's not easy. And it doesn't meet my expectations. And because of that, I am really suffering. Now, this is not a big part of my life where I'm going to like cut bait and um, make some huge major life changes. What this is teaching me is that I have to adjust my expectations in order to not be in this state of suffering. I have to look at what is in my life. I have to look at where I am. I have to look at what's going on and accept that this is my present reality that what I expected and what I am living in the middle of right now is not completely in alignment with each other. They're not. And that it's okay. But because I had such high, such high expectations, I expected that my abilities could overcome hardships. I expected that I was experienced, that I knew what I was doing, that it would all work out fine. And it's really hard. And because I had these expectations, man, I've hit a wall. And I've really, really, truly been struggling. And it dawned on me a few days ago that the problem here is not my situation, this part of my life. The problem is the way I'm seeing it the lens through which I am viewing this one situation. That's the problem. And it stopped me in my tracks and it made me take two steps backwards and look at this whole situation through a different lens, through the lens of acceptance of my now. And I'm sharing this today, one, because as always, I was guided to share about this today. But two, I'm sharing it because maybe there is someone out there listening who has an expectation that is not being met and it's creating some real havoc in your life. Maybe you are sick and the treatment that you expected to cure you is making you feel sicker. You had an expectation there that it would cure you, but yet in the process you're dealing with sickness or illness Maybe you entered a marriage or a relationship and you expected it to go smoothly. And then the hard days hit. The argument started or the way you expected to feel, you don't feel. You know, maybe you're raising children and you had your picture in your mind of what being a parent would look like. And then you're smack in the middle of a toddler throwing tantrums everywhere you go. Your expectation was one thing, but your reality is another, and therefore they're suffering. Right? Maybe you had a relative who you expected would live a long, healthy life, and they've passed away quite young. The expectation and the reality don't line up, and they're suffering. It really doesn't matter what the situation is. What matters is that you realize that your expectation and your reality don't have to match up. When they do, it's great. You feel like you've accomplished something. You feel successful. You feel like the world is in alignment. And when they don't line up, you feel like it sucks. I get it. 
because I'm right there with you on this one part of my life right now. And I have had to just really take a step back and say, wait, this is about me and my expectation. It's really not about the situation. It's really about the way I had in my head lined it up and thought it through and expected it to work. And it's looking a little bit different. And so I understand fully this Buddhist mindset of expectation and suffering. And so it can look a lot of different ways. And I think I'm probably sharing this with you now, right as the holiday season is beginning, because we all have an expectation with the holiday season. We have these pictures in our head of what we want our holidays to look like. We have pictures in our head of family gatherings and gift exchanges and happy children and financial abundance and the bills paid and us being able to shop and um, these family dinners and get-togethers that go smoothly. We have all of these expectations. and They're not all going to happen. I guarantee they are not all going to happen. There's going to be a wrench in the plan somewhere. Someone's going to lose a job. Someone's going to get sick. Someone's going to have a family argument in the middle of the Christmas dinner. Um, someone's going to bring up politics or religion. Um, a child may be really disappointed on Christmas morning. There are any number of things that can alter in the course of a month. But if you keep your expectations incredibly high, you're setting yourself up for some suffering because it's not all going to go the way you have planned. So if we can be a little more accepting, a little more open, a little less demanding of ourselves, our families, our circumstances, and just be a little more accepting of what is, life is much easier. It feels a lot easier. And I have my own expectations. There are things that I want to see happen, I, things in my family that I want to occur. There are things with my kids that I, I want to happen. And those expectations are great until they don't happen, right? And then it becomes hard and you get sad or you get disappointed. And so, and this is not to say that we should not or that we should have expectations because we're going to have expectations. We're going to have goals. We're going to have things that we want to see happen. But it's being attached to the outcome that really changes things, that, that really matters. How attached are you to that expectation? Are you fluid? Are you flexible? Or are you very rigid and saying, nope, this is the way it's going to turn out? Being really rigid is hard. And it's hard for the people around us, too. I spent a lot of years when my children were younger with these really high expectations for myself. Um, high expectations that my house always had to be spotlessly clean. My, my kids never went out without their clothes ironed. Um, you know, if I took treats somewhere, it had to be homemade. The list was lengthy. And I had this high expectation to do everything perfectly. And then when something didn't go perfectly, I would be disappointed in myself. I was really hard on myself. And so those are kind of a different set of expectations that can really throw us off balance, especially during the holidays. So lighten up. 
Um, last week as I was recording that podcast, I got the message that I needed to laugh more, smile more, and just really let go. And that was kind of leading me to this podcast for this week. Just relax. Accept what is, accept where you are in the moment, and just allow it to be. And so the whole idea of being mindful and being present and just allowing is really what I'm here to talk to you about today. And I know for some of you listening to this, you are going to hear this podcast and say, I totally relate. I totally get it. And some of you are going to listen and think, I don't have high expectations. And this isn't about, this doesn't resonate with me. This isn't about my stuff. And so I would encourage you just to take what you need from this today. But really think about the idea of suffering and how that ties to your expectations. Because we are here on the planet for joy. We aren't here for anything else. I mean, granted, we all have a purpose. We all have things to experience. We have our life lessons. But ultimately, our soul, our spirit, is here to experience joy. And we have to be present and in the moment to experience that kind of soulful journey, soulful joy. It it happens when we are really aware of what's going on and how we're feeling and we tune in. I believe it's so much about joy and seeking it and feeling into joy and really being present with joy. So I guess that's where I am right now. I'm trying to monitor my expectations of things in certain parts of my life so that I can release that and I can accept what is even if it's hard or difficult or ugly or not what I wanted or expected, it still is what it is. And I know that you get that. And I think it's probably easier for you on the listening side than it is for me saying it. Because I feel like this has been a struggle for me. I have these ideas of setting the bar high and really expecting a lot. And I'm just kind of doing my best right now to let some of that go. Part of it's programming, part of it's childhood stuff, part of it's just my character, my makeup, but whatever it is, it's time to release and let go and just relax a little bit. And so that's what I'm trying to do. Part of the things I want to put on my vision board for 2023 is just to surrender more, to be more allowing and just to relax more, just to feel more joy. Not lose the expectation, but just relax about having expectations. So there you have it. Um, One last thing before I go today. I am pondering the idea of weekly meditations beginning in January. And so what that would look like is going live on Instagram and live on maybe YouTube or Facebook and just doing a once a week 20 to 30 minute short guided meditation. And what I am interested in is how many of you would be interested in doing something like that. Um, I had talked about doing something like this a few years ago. We did some sacred circle meditations. They were much longer, much more involved. These would be 
just to kind of get you awake and moving. Um, so I'm thinking like Monday morning and it would be kind of an intention setting for the week. Anyway, I'm still working the bugs out. It's something that I'm pondering doing and it might be an idea that they get recorded as the podcast for a Monday morning short recorded meditation each Monday too. So if that resonates with you, I would love it if you could reach out and just let me know that it makes sense or it was something you might be involved in. No charge, um, no fee to join, just um, a weekly time to be still, probably noon. Um, and we would just gather, collect our thoughts, get grounded, get centered, and spend 20 to 30 minutes just sitting, being mindful, meditating, being prayerful on a certain topic. I don't know. So I'm going to leave my email in the show notes. If that resonates with you, reach out, connect with me. Let me know that you might be in for something like that because I'm really feeling called to come back to a weekly meditation that's live. I've done this over the years in the past in different formats. And I feel like it's it's time to come back to a meditation practice that really serves the people who follow me or have worked with me or are ready for expansion and growth. So that may be coming out in January. So you can think about it. I'm going to work on it, think about it a little bit more, but it's kind of been brewing in my head and I know a spirit puts our little spirit nudges inside of us so that we can percolate, we can let them brew and we can let them think a little bit, think on things and, and let it process. So doing my processing. So thank you for listening to my processing tonight and my little chat about expectations. I hope it resonates. I hope there was something here for you to take away that raises your vibration or helps you process your own stuff in some way. Whatever it is, I hope you are healthy and happy and whole tonight or today as you're listening. And I hope you're ready for December. So I'm sending you so much love and blessings for whatever this last four weeks of the year looks like. Thanks for listening, and we will talk again soon.